Welcome to We Are Free. I am your host, Becky Morquecho, and you're listening to episode 49. This is a podcast about letting go of what we think our lives should look like and the sweet freedom God has for us on the other side of surrender. My guest today is Shantae Grosset. Shantae is the founder of Her Style of Tea, a Christian lifestyle blog that helps women develop a real and practical relationship with God, embrace their identity in Christ, and find true fulfillment in life. In addition to writing, Shantae works full-time in New York City as an apparel production assistant. And when she's not working, you can find her reading a good book, sipping on a warm cup of tea, or taking a peaceful walk in the park. Welcome, Shantae. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, I have to ask, so what's your favorite kind of tea? <laughs> um, That's a hard question because I love all of them, but I would say white tea for sure. White tea. Do you find yourself yeah. like different seasons, like liking different things? Yeah, definitely. Like fall is coming up and I'm like so excited to have chai. <laughs> oh, that's good. I love, I love yeah. chai. I drank tea for years, like exclusively not drinking coffee mm-hmm. at all, but now I drink a little coffee. Do you drink coffee or just oh, okay. strictly tea? Um, actually I used to drink coffee, but, um, I switched over to tea and mostly just drink tea. Yeah. Sometimes I drink coffee though, but mostly yeah. tea. Yeah. You don't miss it. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, what, <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Uh, what are you reading right now? It says you love to read too. So I'm actually currently reading this book. Um, it's called Respectable Sins. It's by Jerry Bridges. Um, I just started and it's really good so far. Yeah. Give us the gist of it. So pretty much it's, um, it's about breaking down the sins that we struggle with um, that are kind of like, I guess, accepted within mm-hmm. the church community. So, you know, like pride, um, envy, those things that we don't really pay attention to, um, breaking that down and like teaching us how to address those things. So it's like really convicting, but yeah, it's really good too. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say that must be very convicting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's that sounds good. Um, today we're going to chat about obedience, which is sort of a big topic, and I'm grateful for you uh, taking the time to chat about this. I've seen some stuff you've written online about it, and I know that mm-hmm. it's important to you and kind of get fired up about it um, in a good way. So I would love. Um, I'm just excited to hear how obedience has played a role in your life and what that looks like to you. And I guess I just want to start for people listening. Um, what, how would you, Shantae, how would you define what biblical obedience is and what that looks like in your life? Sure. So um, I would say obedience is simply choosing to do what God says. Um, but then to take it a step further, obedience is not just, um, you know, what, just what we do because there's also the heart behind it. So, you know, are we doing that out of fear or are we doing that out of love? Um and trust, you know, towards God. So, um, you know, we obey him because we love and we trust him. Um, and in terms of biblical obedience, one thing, one passage that always stands out to me about obedience, um, it's actually in first Samuel 15. Um, it's a story of Saul and the Amalekites. I don't know if you know the story, but, um, so pretty much God, pretty much God, um, had told Saul, something specific that he wanted him to do. Um, And Saul decided to obey 90% of what God said. And he pretty much disobeyed like the other 10%. And in his mind, he was thinking, well, you know, actually what God had said wasn't really completely right. Um, I think I, you know, I know a little bit better. I'm going to kind of do it my way because it might, you know, it might be better. Um, So he did what he thought was better. And 
the next day, the prophet Samuel came to him and he was like, um, you know, Saul, God has rejected you. Um, and the reason why God had rejected Saul was because um, Saul refused to obey him. Um, and pretty much Saul said to, to, sorry, Samuel said to Saul, um, you know, it's better to obey than to give sacrifices. Um, and that's what I feel obedience looks like for us as Christians, because um, sometimes we think that we're being obedient and we're doing all of these things for God. You know, we're giving him all these things. We're going to church. We're waking up early, reading our Bibles, um, doing ministry, doing all of these things. But we have to think about like what has God asked us to do? What does he want us to do? And if we're more concerned with doing the things that we think is making God happy instead of doing the things that he's actually asking us to do, we're actually putting ourselves into a problem. So just every day waking up and saying, you know, God, what are you asking me to do today? What do you want me to do today? How am I going to please you today? How am I going to be obedient to your word today? So that's what biblical um, mm-hmm. obedience looks like. Yeah. Um, would you say, I mean, so there's obedience like in the day to day. I feel like there's the small things like you're saying, like every day, like mm-hmm. having that posture of God, what do you want for me today? How can I serve you today? How can I show up for you today? Um, and then I feel like there's also this category of like bigger things where, um, right. like you said, Saul listened to like 90% of it. Um, Shante, has there been, let's talk about the big stuff for a minute. Has there been a time in your life where you felt like God calling you to do something big? And I guess, did you want to listen? I feel like for me personally, there's been times where I've been like, okay, like I hear you and I'm pretty sure this is what you're saying to me. I'm just still like God softened my heart because I like as a human being, I feel like I can't quite get there yet, but I know this is what you're saying to me. Have you experienced any of that? Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Good, um, I'm not alone. All the time. <laughs> all the time. Um, but I guess particularly something big is um, looking back when I started my blog. Um, so I started it in 2019. And actually a backstory on that is that um, I was planning it for two years before I started it. Wow. Um, yeah. That's a long time. And, yeah, a really long time. Because so for me, I tend to be a perfectionist. I tend to you know, like over plan things. And I tend to feel afraid, you know, to put it out there. Yeah. So I had all of these ideas. I was working on the branding. Um, I even had a name. I had like, you know, plans for what my mission would be, all these different things. But I just couldn't put myself out there to actually go out and launch the blog. And it was, uh, it was 2019. And, you know, I was thinking, you know, maybe I should launch in, in January 2019. Um, but I still felt like I wasn't completely ready. So I just said to myself, no, maybe I'll just put it back to August or maybe I'll just wait until 2020, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And then I felt that God was saying, no, like whenever this is complete, like whenever you're done working on what you need to work on, you need to launch this. Like, it doesn't matter what month in the year it is, you know, because, you know, people are always like launching stuff in January. So I'm figuring maybe I should just launch in, you know, January, but like God was saying, even if it's February, even if it's March. And so um, I feel like he was telling me, you know, get get what you need to get done on paper, make a plan, stick to it. Um, and so I ended up launching in February. But that was like, honestly, one of the scariest things I had ever done, because for me, like putting myself out, out there and doing stuff like that is not the easiest thing. Um, what would you say I, the fear in it is, is for you? Or was? So for me... Yeah, so for me, and the fear still is there, but um, 
by God's grace, I'm able to push through it. But for me, it's um, the fear of people rejecting me, I guess, or Mm -hmm. not liking the ideas that I have or, you know, just not being good enough, but also putting myself out there. Um, I tend to struggle with social anxiety. So, you know, getting out writing, showing up on Instagram, you know, doing things like podcasts, different things like that. It's like terrifying for me sometimes, but um, I knew that this was what God was calling me to do. So, you know, it was important to obey. And um, I remember the couple of days before, like I actually was going to launch, I was just like walking and praying and like, honestly talking to God, like God, um, I really, it's not that I didn't want to do this, but I, I'm just so afraid to do this. But I know that you're going to use what I'm going to do for a greater purpose in this story that you're having me tell these um, words that you're having me write, these things that you're having me share, they're going to bless and impact someone else. So because of that, I'm going to do it. And I know that you're with me. So that, that was really my motivation for that. Knowing that God, God doesn't just leave us when we obey. He's with us. Yeah. So what did that other side of that look like? So for something that like, that's a long time, two plus years of like having some fear about it and then putting it out there. And then what, what did you experience after you did get it out there? So, um, for me, honestly, immediately, like it was, it was definitely a challenge. Um, and I was still very much afraid. Um, I still struggled. I still made mistakes. Um, but I was also able to learn a lot of things and I saw God's hand in it. Like even when it was hard, God was leading me through it. And, um, I saw how he was using it to impact people. You know, people would message me, um, and tell me how much it, how much my blog blessed them or how much it helped them. Um, you know, they would be grateful for encouragement, all these things. And sometimes I still look back and I'm like, God, like you're, you're using me to do this. Like, I don't even think that I'm worthy of that, but you know, you show up in my life and you do, you, you allow me to do the things that I couldn't do otherwise by your grace. So that's definitely it for me. Yeah. I think that's such an important point of like, as humans for myself personally, like you put so much weight and like self-focus on like whether or not I can or can't do it, whether or not I think I should have this in my life or not. And like anytime I've experienced it, it's like on the other side, you see that God is using it for his good and his glory. And it's like, not that it doesn't have anything to do with you. He's using you, but like, there's something so much bigger and better on the other side. And I think as humans, it's so hard to like get to that place of just like total surrender of like, okay, God, do what you're going to do. And yes, I'll do it because (laughs) um, you just have that natural, like, you know, fear of rejection, fear of, you know, whatever it is um, kind of instilled in us. But I think that's such an important point that he he's going to use it for what he wants to anyway. And it's probably goes beyond what we could think about what it has to do with anyway. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you, has there been a time, I mean, I know it took you a little bit to get the blog out there. Has there been a time where you just like said no to what he was asking you to do, or you just like I don't know, turned it off for a season and then it kept coming back or, or anything like that in your life? Um, I guess, yeah, definitely. So I feel like for me, it's not, it's not explicitly saying like, no, God, I won't do this, but it's more like me, like hearing his prompting and kind of ignoring it, I guess. Yeah. Um. So honestly, just being completely honest, like even in terms of getting on a podcast like this, this was, 
I've had so many people ask me, like in the past year, like to be on their podcast. This is actually the first podca- podcast I'm on. Thank and you. Like, That's so, means so <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah. And I've honestly just been like, no, like I'm a writer. Like I'm not a speaker. I'm not going to like, but I've always felt like God like pushing me into that. And it doesn't make any sense to me because, you know, with social anxiety and like all these things that I struggle with, like speaking is not a thing that I ever thought thought of myself to be doing, but God is allowing me to go out there and to do that anyway. Mm-hmm. And even though it's imperfect, you know, he's still using that for his glory. Mm-hmm. No, it's so good. Um, why? I mean, I guess this is a twofold question. Why? I mean, obedience is a huge thing in the church for Christians. Like it's something the Bible very clearly states over and over and over again. Um, and I feel like it is, like you said, even like with Saul, like kind of people taking 90% of it, like I'll fill in the rest, God. Like, why mm-hmm. do you think obedience, I guess, needs to be more important just for Christians as a whole, like in this world we're living in right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. So um, I really believe that obedience goes hand in hand with how we love and how we trust God. Um, God is not just asking us to obey um so that he can put us out there and make us fail. Like God doesn't want us to fail. Um, but he wants us to to trust him enough that we're gonna do what he says. And if you think about it, you know, with when when we're kids and with our parents, um we naturally and of course as kids, you know, we don't always we didn't probably didn't always obey our parents, mm-hmm. but like we naturally listen to them. We naturally believe what they're saying, you know, like we we have this point in our lives as kids where we feel like anything that our parents are saying is it's right. Like we trust our parents' voice, right? Um, and then I just thought about this the scripture. Um, not sure where it's from, but my sheep knows my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what Jesus said. And when we know the voice of our Father, when we know the voice of God, um, we know that what He's telling us to do is going to be good. And the thing is, it's not going to be perfect. Um, you know, there are going to be mistakes. There are going to be times when you obey God and it doesn't turn out the way that you want it to turn out. Um, and sometimes that can be like the most confusing thing ever. You know, we're like, God, you asked me to do this and I did it and then it didn't work out. Why didn't it work out? But we have to believe that he knows better than we do. You know, he says that my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your your thoughts. Um, and even in the things that we can't understand, we have to be willing to trust him because we know that his plans are going to be good, um, for us. And it's also, it's also going to be good for the people around us. And it's also going to bring him glory. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why is, so so that's for like Christians as a whole. I think that's so good. And in your own life, Shantae, like, what have you experienced when you are like, because I know for myself, like, I'd like to think I'm always super close to God. I'm always doing the things I need to be doing 24 seven, but that's just not the truth of it. And when I'm in like really good seasons of like seeking him and pursuing him and reading the Bible and giving God like space to speak to me and hearing from him and all of those things, like life is different, like as a whole, whether it's Mm -hmm. everyday little things or big things that I, I can hear. So I guess my question for you is, when you are in a season where you are really truly like being obedient and seeking him out, like how is life different for you when you are really in tune with God compared to when you're not? Um, yeah. So 
I would definitely say that I have increased peace mm. um, and increased security um, because I feel like when I don't, so when I, when I do obey the voice of God and when I'm consistently obeying him, um, of course things won't be perfect, but I know that I'm in the will of God. And since I know that God's plans for me are good, I know that um, no matter where I am, you know, it's going to be good. Um, and I think about um, in my life. So I've had challenges with jobs um, right out of when I was right out of college. Um, and that's I feel like that's when I really learned the, the power of obedience in my life. Um, because um, job, the job search process was really difficult for me. Um, and I just had to trust God and to go out there and to, you know, apply for jobs and even through the rejection and even through the challenges and, you know, even through being in jobs that maybe I didn't want to be in um, to trust that his plans were good and to just like follow him where he was leading me. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was a very, very hard season, I must say. But in that season, I grew in peace and I grew in security and this like confidence Um, not that everything was okay or that everything was perfect, but because I knew that God was with me and that no matter what, you know, he would always be there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can second that. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe for somebody listening who doesn't quite, maybe a newer Christian or hasn't like grasped quite the concept like of obedience, I believe it is something that's like big and it's just a big topic, um, or maybe they're not feeling it. They're not feeling connected to God or like, what do you mean hear from God or calling you to do stuff? Maybe they're not feeling any of those things. Do you have another way of explaining or expressing, um, just what that could look like in a day to day in the day to day? Yeah. So, um, definitely I would say that obedience is not just in the big things, right? Mm -hmm. So it's also in the little things. So, um, I would say that looks like getting up in the morning, um, being having your ears attuned to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Um, that is through reading His Word. You know, um, we we know we get to know God more by reading His Word, um, and that's how we know His will for our lives. Um, and you know, you'll feel the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. Um, you'll feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Um, and just being willing to say, you know, God, I'm I'm going to listen to what you have to say, you know, in the very small things, too. Yeah. Because I feel that sometimes we think that we have like that obedience is going to be this huge, huge thing that God is going to ask us to do. He's going to ask us to give this huge sacrifice like Abraham's sacrifice um, with Isaac. But he's not always asking us to do those things. You know, um, it might be. Am I going to seek you today am I going to pray today even when I don't feel like it um am I gonna read your word today even when I don't feel like it you know yeah um all of those things yeah and I feel like he like the more it's almost like a snowball effect like like anything you know the more you practice it or the more you experience it the easier it becomes um but especially in those little things like taking one thing at a time and I feel like for me he reveals himself clear like as I just in one thing after the next if I am obedient he just like reveals goodness in ways that I didn't think could happen because I'm I'm listening to him and 
it's it's hard. It's hard to do as somebody who wants to have things their own way or thinks I you know think I know better, whatever that looks like. Um, and I know I'm not the only one in that. But when we can surrender those things little by little, I I believe he just he continues to show up and show us things that like we had no idea would be in such a great way. Yeah, definitely. I always like to tell people that like this process with God, it's a journey, you know, like every moment, like he's unfolding the new part of his plan to you. He's showing you more day by day as you walk with him. So it's not going to be, he's not going to put on you all of these things that you, you can't handle. He's going to show you as you choose to trust him in the little things more and more. Yeah. Shantae, when do you feel closest or most connected to God? Like what acts, what things do you do in your life that make you feel closest or more in tune with the Holy Spirit? So for somebody listening, if like, I want to be obedient, I want to, I want to live that life. I want to, you know, experience that goodness he has for me, but I just, you know, what are some practical ways, um, that you, that you connect with God, like outside of yes, reading the Bible, but is there anything else that just connects you with the Holy Spirit and creates that space for him to speak with you? Um, yeah, so for me, that would have to be either listening to worship music mm-hmm. or um, taking a walk outside. So um, just for me personally, in my own life, um, I can find myself having like so many different thoughts running through my head on any given day. Um, and when I do either of those things, it helps to quiet my mind so that I can hear him speak. Um, so when I go out on walks, um, it's just, you know, so refreshing you see the beauty of nature, you're in awe of his creation, you're, you're noticing him more and your heart is closer to him. So that that's definitely it for me. Yeah, no, I'm saying both of those things big, make a mm-hmm. huge difference for me too. Um, what, can you tell us a little bit more about your blog? Some of the things that you like to share about, talk about, um, some things that have been on your heart recently related to that you've been sharing on your blog. Um, sure. So my blog, mostly I like to talk about um, our relationship with God and um, our, our identity with with Christ. Um, lately, I've been thinking about, you know, sharing about the gospel and how to, um, how we can reach people in our communities with the gospel. Um, this is something for me that, especially partic- um, thinking about particularly um, our identity, our, our identity in Christ. Um, for me, that's something that I've always struggled with, um, just identity in general, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I walked through this difficult season of season of my life that I felt that God was revealing, well, that I felt open the door for God to reveal um, who I was in Him. Um, I got to this place where I felt like it was like rock bottom. Um, I didn't know Honestly, I didn't know who who I was anymore. I come from a church background. I grew up in church, but I felt like I never really had that relationship like I should have had with God. Um, And in that time, that was so difficult. I felt that God was like showing me himself, like revealing himself to me um, through his word. That's really when I got passionate about reading the word and studying the word. And that's why I write about it so much on the blog, because um, as I began to read his word, I learned more about him. And as I learned more about him, I learned about me and who I was in him. And I'm just so passionate about about letting people know that, um, you know, that 
in God that they can find their true identity and that they can find their true purpose because I see so many people who are like who I used to be struggling the way that I used to struggle and I know that there's so much freedom in knowing who we are in God and knowing him and knowing his word like it's it's amazing it's an anchor um you know life is always going to be challenging at times they're going to be good seasons they're going to be hard seasons but um when we have that firm anchor in our identity in him um no matter what season of life comes like we can be secure and um i've had challenges since that time but since that time of difficulty but um it's it's been so different because i know that god has been on my side mm-hmm. and yeah and you know i don't always get it perfectly like my relationship with god isn't always super strong but like um he's always drawing me back you know mm-hmm. he's always pulling me close to him in those seasons where I'm weary and I'm tired. He lifts me up. Um, I'm so grateful for that. And I just want to share that journey with other people as well. Yeah. And you do such a good job of that. Um, you guys, you'll have to check her out Thank on you. Instagram. What you'll, uh, What is your Instagram handle? So it's actually the same name as the blog. It's um, at her style of tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love lots of color, lots of encouragement, lots of light over there. Um, Shantae, what do you feel like God has set you free from um, in regards to being obedient, in regards to surrender in your life? What do you feel that he set you free from? Um, I would definitely say fear mm-hmm. um, because fear, is, fear has always been the biggest thing keeping me from being obedient, really surrendering to what God wants to do in my life. Um, and you know, that doesn't mean that I don't still feel fear. Like I feel fear every single day, but, um, um, I feel like God has empowered me to not let fear hold me back. And he's reminding me the truth about fear, you know, that, um, there is no fear in love, perfect love casts out fear. And anytime I feel afraid, anytime I don't want to step out, I can rest in that because it's the truth that, um, I don't have to be afraid and, God's purposes in my life, God's plans in my life are still going to be fulfilled. Even if I feel the fear, you know, I can still step forward and do what he's calling me to do. Yeah. No, that's so good. So good to have that like on our side day to day because, you know, there's all sorts of fear out there in different kinds and different people in different ways uh, experiencing that. So I think that's such a good reminder um, to hold on to a truth to hold on to. Um, So you've mentioned the blog, which is her style of tea is herstyletea.com. Yes. Okay. And same on Instagram. Is there anything you're working on, Shantae? Anything coming up that you're excited about? Things you're going to be writing about soon? Anything God is doing in your life that you want to share with us? So I'm actually working on um, my first Bible study. Oh, cool. Um, Yeah. So I'm planning on launching that hopefully in September. I'm so excited about that. like God has been teaching me so much, even as I dive into, so I'm doing Ephesians. And so even as I dive into that, and I'm so excited to share that with the, yeah. the readers. Is that what you were working on? I saw on Instagram stories the other day, something you said you were. Yeah. Saying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you might be working on a Bible study. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Excited to see what, um, what you have to say. You're always, you take such a just having like a writer's mind and like seeking out his word and his goodness and his beauty. Like I love hearing what you have to say and how it affects you and how you're sort of like transcribing what God is saying um, to us in real everyday life. I think it's, um, you have a lot of really great things to say. So I'm excited to see what that's all about. 
Thank you. Yeah. And thanks for saying yes to coming on the show. I that's so awesome. I loved knowing that. I knew you were an introvert, but I didn't know you've been turning down podcasts. <laughs> um, so thanks for sharing all of that and just sharing more about obedience. I think, it, again, it's such a big topic and there's so much to it. We could probably have a lot of episodes on it, but it's something that I've seen you talk about and I wanted to talk about more because it is such a vital piece of um, of just living the life that he wants us to live. So thank you for sharing everything you did today. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Such a great conversation. Again, don't forget to check out the show notes where we have all of the info and links and resources we talked about in the show. You can go to beckymorquecho.com, B-E-C-K-Y-M-O-R-Q-U-E-C-H-O.com. Thanks for listening in.